0: What are those biggest differences that are evolution in the space that that you uh, kind of look at and think, wow, that's you know not the way it was before?
1: It's not true that the business has recently changed. The business has been changing. So what I learned over the years was change is going to be perpetual. All of us had to learn to reinvent a little bit of what we do every single day and not fall in love with what we do so much that we wouldn't change it to improve it.
0: Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host Rob Stott. How do you even begin to attempt to summarize a 30-year career uh, at one organization, and you know, a, a career also that expands beyond that to you know other stops throughout the independent retail space? And um, it's a it's a tall task, and one that I, I attempted to accomplish this week as we have our own senior vice president of business services, Rick Weinberg. Uh, man like we said spent 30 years at Nationwide Marketing Group and here in December uh, as the year 2022 winds down uh, his career at Nationwide also winds down a guy that's getting ready to enter uh, another phase uh, the the second career uh, you know if you will uh, where he'll get to spend time as a family man and um do all, all the things that uh, you know he'll be able to enjoy in retirement but you know wanted to be sure uh, over these final days while we have him that we capture some uh, much needed knowledge. And, and, you know, I get the chance to pick his, you know, sort of selfishly pick his brain and, uh, learn about him and sort of what he's been able to do his career path here at nationwide. And, and prior to that, you know, one of the, uh, the founding members of the group, um, and, and sort of see, you know, talk to him about the, the differences in the industry. There's so much to, that's, a, that's such a wealth of knowledge that he brings to the table that we've, uh, you know, had the privilege and honor to, to, Call it, you know have as a colleague here at nationwide and um, just a, a unique opportunity to speak to someone that has been so passionate about this space passionate about our members passionate about his work and of course if you know Rick passionate about the energy star program and uh, what he he and his team have been able to accomplish you know in making nationwide a uh, partner of the year of sustained excellence over the last decade or so, uh, with, with the Energy Star program. So a guy that, you know, this is one I've I've been looking forward to having this conversation because it's, uh, you know, just always a, a great time talking to Rick and, um, hearing his stories and, and, you know, seeing where he's evolved as an individual and how the business has evolved and, Uh, Fun to talk to and, you know, excited to be able to share his conversation, our conversation, you know, with you here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. So let's dive into it. This is Rick Weinberg of the Nationwide Marketing Group team here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast. And uh, today's episode, uh, it's kind of everyone's favorite, right? You like talking about yourself, Mr. Weinberg. Isn't that the case? Everyone loves talking about themselves.
1: I think if you're going to have a career in retail, you have to be okay talking about yourself, (laughs) be okay talking about the things you do, because if you can't communicate uh, with other people, then I don't know how good a retail career you can really have.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's awesome. Well, I, I appreciate that answer. That's a great answer to that question. So Um, and and it kind of sets up what we got to do. And, and this is a special one for a number of reasons. And one being, uh, you know, we're, we're sitting here December 1st as we're recording this. Um, so it's winding down the, the final month of, of your official, uh, you know, I say career, but you're moving into another career. That's going to be a lot of fun. And and that's, uh, being able to spend time with the family. So we, we appreciate you in these, uh, wind as the days wind down on your nationwide career, taking the time to jump on a uh, you know a measly little podcast with us and talk about uh, your time and, and career
1: well thank you for your interest and thank you for your time
0: no absolutely so well, let's start with today um before we we jump back into you know kind of your start and uh, how you got introduced to this business talk about um you know what what your current role at nationwide you're the senior vice president of business services for nationwide mr. Rick Weinberg um, and what does that mean what do you do on the day-to-day right now for nationwide marketing group
1: Well, my primary responsibilities today are to really assist the nationwide members, uh, our vendor partners, our merchants, our staff, uh, all of the members, uh, our utility partners and contractors to increase and uh, showcase our ENERGY STAR certified product sales. For the last uh, 30 years, Nationwide has been an ENERGY STAR stakeholder and partner. We recognized early in the early 90s when Energy Star first became a a brand, a technology, uh, the biggest uh, public-private partnership uh, that the uh, U.S. uh, presented, um, that most of our manufacturers were going to build the Energy Star products, and our members would want and need to sell the Energy Star products. And today, consumers want to have the Energy Star products. So the more effective we are at bringing that all to market, Uh, the more effective everyone is at driving revenues, but also doing good things to fight climate change, decarbonization, electrification. So every day, including today and yesterday, uh, we're making sure that we're on message there. And today, Nationwide uh, is just uh, really beginning its 2023 Energy Star year, and we're well over 50% of the appliances that nationwide members sell that could be energy star are energy star and working every day to take that to the next level
0: well if you can't tell listening to this that uh you're you're passionate about the energy star program i i don't know you know what else you could do to get that message across but i i think you know anyone that meets you knows that this is something that you are passionate about and it's it's shown through the success of the program too and the success of nationwide working with the the Epa and energy star because i what's the streak at now it's well i know the the, the partner of the year sustained excellence, I think is eight years. Is that right?
1: Eight years running. It may be eight. Let's say eight, but it could be nine. Gotcha. Um, but, but it's about 16 or 17 yeah. years. We've received awards and, and national recognition, but this recognition for the last eight or nine years of energy star partner of the year sustained excellence is their highest recognition. It's not something you get. And then you hold on to, you can't buy this award. They really are looking for, Lots of content and qualified and quantified data showing that we're really doing the things to help all of our member dealers, help the utilities in the markets that where we do business, uh, help our vendor partners increase sales of Energy Star and fight climate change. And frankly, we we do it because it's great for the environment and great for the industry. But we also do it because it's great for business and, you know, nationwide members have to be profitable they they can't just sell they have to be profitable so we've been able to find the way to create the common win where everybody wins with energy star is something you hear me say a lot but we really mean it the vendors win because they're building the products the members win because we we negotiate special deals on those models the consumers and the sales associates win when the consumers save on them and the sales associates sell them so And then the environment and the community wins. So everybody wins with Energy Star. So it's really a labor of love in addition to a mission because it really does work. And we go to market that way.
0: No, that's that's I mean, it's an incredible thing that you're doing and obviously that our members are doing as well to to be so ingrained with that program. And and it's a mark. I mean, it's recognizable. You see it. And I think even just in my own shopping for appliances and, and other consumer electronics these days, it's a mark that's. Very recognizable and it's everywhere. So the fact that you know we're, we're able to lean into it and our members are able to lean into it, I think speaks to um, not only the program itself, but the work that we've been doing and you specifically have been doing it nationwide over the years to make it something that is uh, uh, to quote the uh, the little guy next to you, top of mind to all of our retailers and, and what go. they're doing. Right. So <laughs> if you're not watching the video version, it's a very awesome logo uh, that, that Rick has <laughs> floating next to him uh, that. I it, but it's true. You know, it's a, a funny little graphic, but it, it's something that that you've been working towards, and I think is so ingrained in sort of what we do that it is top of mind. The Energy Star logo is top of mind, and I mean, it, it's something that since you've been involved with it, basically since the beginning, is it uh, something that you see? You know, is it second nature at this point to retailers when they're talking about Energy Star, or what are sort of the the hurdles they still have to overcome and having those conversations with their consumers or
1: with their customers as they come in. It's still a people business. So it depends on who you're talking to, but it is in, in our industry, uh, a little bit of second nature, but the truth of the matter is it's, it's actually becoming more and more prominent. Energy star is not just in appliances nationwide's members, largest category, energy efficiency, fighting climate change and energy star qualified or certified products exist in, I think it's 70 different product categories these days, including homes. And while energy efficiency started 30 years ago as a way for the government and utilities to optimize the grid, today, while it's all of that, it's really about climate change, clean water, clean air, Mm -hmm. and really optimizing uh, the planet's resources for the betterment of all of us, right? So there's a lot of reasons. So in fact, you're going to see... It actually gained more momentum in 2023 and beyond with new things that are going to impact our industry and including all of our member retailers and the consumers like incentives come to market from the recently passed Inflation Reduction Act, affordability programs, and new technologies and new products that our merchants are working actively to bring to our member dealers to drive their business.
0: Yeah, and the first thing that comes to mind, I know we're not too far removed um, from was Energy Star Day was back in October, right? And and I think they made a a big push at that time for the the this new program they're um sort of pushing a, a lot of you know momentum behind, and that's the Energy Star the home upgrade, um and you, yeah. th- that's like six or seven areas of the home, whether it's the water heaters like you mentioned or the HVAC systems and um you know obviously appliances and I think connected home smart home technology is a part of that as well with the thermostats and everything there, so. Clear that it's you know obviously I think when people think about it appliances might come top of mind uh, to consumers as they're shopping but I you know like you said like you mentioned it's something that has very much uh, spread throughout the entire home and, and touches not just the whole home for our consumers but obviously nationwide members and the products we sell as well.
1: Not, not only are you spot on, but I would suspect, and I'm not making any uh, predictions here, but I would suspect in the next few years. You're gonna see different nationwide members in different niches within their retail businesses in things like EV chargers or getting into things like uh, other, uh, well, look at just the uh, recent uh, uh, acquisition and merger with FEI, Mm -hmm. there's other home products. Will energy efficiency play a role in windows and in doors and in other things like that? So you're gonna see more members and more divisions of nationwide with more energy efficiency not just energy star certified products but other energy efficient products and i think that this is going to be a good opportunity for our member dealers and the consumers that shop their store so back to everybody wins with energy star there yeah, you
0: go i don't want to speak for the program but it almost feels like we're getting to a point where you could have essentially you know uh, the real estate market out there energy star certified homes before we know it uh, that are you know Sort of ranked based on how energy efficient they are with all of those things that we're talking about. From the well,
1: actually, actually, you not only do, but, but they're talking about reevaluating how they profile homes, how they profile businesses today. Nationwide measures what they call their scope three performance how efficient the mix of appliances are that we sell. In the years ahead, we'll all be not only measuring how efficient are the products that we're selling and what can we do to sell a more efficient mix, we call Mm -hmm. that scope three, but there's other scope one, scope two, things I won't even try to define, but talking about how efficiently can we run our business? How good of a local steward am I in my community? How much am I lowering my carbon footprint and getting close to how much am I using renewable? All these things will play roles in the years ahead for nationwide member dealers and and new nationwide member dealers that will be joining nationwide in the years ahead.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And I, I know, uh, you know, you've got a team there behind you that um, is ready to take that baton and run forward with it. And uh, obviously some you're still excited about, and I know they are just as well. So I, I look forward to continuing to follow that energy star story, uh, you know, as we get into 23 and beyond. And not only are
1: you right, I have to tell you that, that, that energy star and, and nationwide have not just been Rick for, for years. We, yeah. whether it's Santner or Caleb Bain or, Ellen, or whether it's the merchants, or whether it's the MSMs that help us deploy these programs, or whether it's the executive leadership team that keeps it front and center and part of our ESG goals, a lot of people are now really putting the shoulder to the wheel to drive our uh, Energy Star certified products. But overall, our ESG being good stewards of the communities in which we live and the businesses we do. So you're going to see even more and more people and Uh, I'm really quite proud of whatever I did to help contribute to that, but I'm even prouder of the things I know they're going to be doing in the future and a little jealous that I won't be around to do some of them because they sound <laughs> like an awful lot of fun. Well, is
0: that, Hey, listen, if you're going to bring that candy claw machine to prime time, I'll let you in any show, uh, no matter how far into the future it is. So I just yeah, want to yeah. make sure I get my, my sugar rush in the morning to get me going. So,
1: <laughs> so you, how far I'll go to try and sell a little bit more energy. So.
0: <laughs> we love it, man. It, it's been awesome to see. And uh, like you said, you got a great team behind you. That's going to, uh, you know, drive this thing forward and we're looking forward to seeing what they do, but I want to I want to jump back to um, you know your early career. Obviously, we talked a lot about what you're doing right now and what you've done for the last couple of well, last couple of years for for nationwide. But um, jump back to your introduction to independent retail. What what got you into this business? And um, you know w- what can you tell us about those early days of uh, Rick Weinberg's career in independent retail?
1: Well, you know I grew up in a retail family, and uh, you know one of the things I say with them. Kibitzing with folks is, you know, my earliest childhood memories are if you behave at the store, we'll get to go to the zoo. Now that's about as early as you're going to get. I don't think we always got to go to the zoo, and I would like to think it's because they forgot to go to the zoo. Not that I didn't <laughs> behave, but I think it was a little blend of both. Uh, so, so I grew up in a retail family, so I was always in a retail store. And one of my earliest memories are as soon as I could count above three, I got to be part of the Sunday morning inventory. Uh, you'd be surprised how many transistors are in a handful or how many resistors, et cetera. So anyway, to make a long story short, I grew up in a retail family. So I don't recall ever making the decision what day I wanted to be a retailer, but uh, that's what it was. I grew up in a retail family, it came naturally. And uh, when I started my college days, I joined a retailer that uh, was in the local market where I was going to school and been in retail ever since.
0: That's awesome. And now you mentioned that, that local reset Pittsburgh was the community, am I right?
1: Well, no, Pittsburgh was was a little bit later. Okay. I actually was in the Detroit area, okay. grew up in the Detroit area, and the local retailer there that I thought might not know who I was and would hire me for me instead of that retailer's kid. My my father, Harvey, was a retailer, pretty well known in the market there. And uh, so I went to an interview at Fredder, and somebody came along, around the corner during the end of the interview and said, are you Harvey's kid? <laughs> oh, I got so I'm, still, I'm still riding on his coattail that no that's awesome
0: well and then uh, so out of detroit what brought you to pittsburgh because i know that that's obviously where you um you know come in contact with with the the nationwide family and sort of the early days of nationwide but uh what what brought you to to pittsburgh and and then and then within you know working for a, a nationwide member right
1: right so fredder Fredder Appliance actually, was the Detroit area regional retailer, and they were a founding member of the seven member retailers that were nationwide marketing group, and I had joined them and spent 20 years, and over those 20 years, went from uh, sales associate on the floor to manager, regional manager, merchant, and had many great experiences. And so naturally, uh, you know, 20 years later, I had had opportunities to interface with the leadership and the executives at this group called Nationwide Television and Appliance Associates Inc. And their corporate headquarters, one of them, was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
0: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Well, there was a short stint between uh, uh, my departure from Fredder and joining Nationwide. Nationwide uh, and I had a relationship, and they offered me an opportunity. And I've been with Nationwide Marketing Group or the roughly 30 years since. You you mentioned the uh
0: the kind of path through fredders and and the different roles there. Um you know, what what were some of the day-to-day challenges for you as a, a in those roles as, as a retailer, you know, in, in those days?
1: Well, you know, one of our founders, may he rest in peace, blessed memories, his name was Lee Gutman. He was one of the original founders or there. there were several. Uh he would say uh and and, and I'm sure this was true um that uh there's a reason we're retailers. If our mothers and our fathers thought we were a doctor or lawyer material, we probably wouldn't be here at the retail <laughs> store. So I never fashioned myself, nor did I ever hear anybody use my name next to the word scholarly uh, in the same sentence. But as retailers, it's all about being hands-on and, and and starting as a sales associate on the floor. It's working with customers, understanding their products, making the presentation. But over a period of time, you learn how to help other people learn how to make a living in retail. And then you help the companies that you're with learn how to get into new categories in retail and how to expand their business, how to open new stores. And some of those experiences I had, like helping further open new stores or helping them get into a a product category like cellular phones, where it really didn't exist at retail. There was only one retailer in the country even doing it. They only had them in one market. Or getting into personal computer business laid the groundwork for learning how to create Opportunities and paid dividends later when I had the opportunity to come and do some of those kind of things and help Nationwide Marketing grow. Uh, there was a lot of people on the Nationwide Marketing Group team over the years. When I started, there was 140 member dealers, and as you know, and that yeah. many of the listeners know, there's more than 5,000 today. So what a what a ride! But what a great opportunity to yeah. see some opportunities and try to figure out how to seize them, whether they were marketing or whether they were merchandising or whether they were membership, but everybody had their hand one way or the other in an opportunity.
0: Now Do you remember, or, or do you recall sort of the, the impact that, um, you know, was there a pre nationwide time where you were involved with threaders and then the group started and you kind of see the benefits of what, what that had to do, or was, was nationwide established at that point?
1: No, I actually, it, I don't know the exact dynamics, but keep in mind, when I joined FREDER, I was literally a young person. So I think there were a few years, uh, uh, you know, in in the uh, early 70s is when Mm -hmm. I joined Nationwide, or I'm sorry, when I joined FREDER. And of course, is the early 70s is when Nationwide was formed. So somewhere in there, they may have been a few years, but recently I was at a prime time, one of the member meetings, as you know. And sitting with one of our other founders, and he confirmed for me that the way he recalls it is Fredder was one of the original seven members. So there may have been a few years where Fredder leadership, while I was still a sales associate in the stores, was working with Nationwide. But uh, somewhere along the line, Fredder connected with uh, Nationwide. And later in my my tenure with uh, Fredder, I worked my way to the back office as a merchant and others. And that gave me opportunities to interface with the Nationwide leadership in new and exciting categories like computers and cell yeah. phones and other products.
0: Now, talk about that, that being on the the member side. What was that like for you in those roles and and sort of the you know aside from getting access to and meeting the team and that sort of thing? What what did it do for you on a day to day?
1: Well, it, actually, being there in Nationwide's youth as well as in Freder's youth and my own youth, I can remember a time where a Nationwide Marketing Group had a small group of uh, retailers in a meeting and somebody, we would go to one of the retailers uh, uh, offices and, and have a member meeting and there might only be six or seven retailers or eight retailers in the room. I remember in my youth uh, going to a meeting at Best Buy's offices when Best Buy was a member of Nationwide Marketing Group. Wow. And being in the room with myself and the Best Buy team and Campos and some of the Nationwide leadership and some of the other retailers and we would go around and look at these products, look at these opportunities and try to put together sales and marketing plans and learn together how to participate successfully as a group in some new categories.
0: That's all and you me- I think you mentioned some of them, like you know, the, the from whether it was PCs and uh the phones and things like that. But what what are some of those, you know, that got you excited? Some of those categories that as you were being introduced to them that you were like, Oh, well, this is this is obviously something Did anything, you know, is there anything that you thought of? I and not to put you on the spot, but that like you know, fizzled out, or or those technologies that they that were being pushed, like this is it, and um, this is the next big thing, only to you know whether you bought into them or not, that, that you kind of saw go by the wayside over the
1: years. Well, if you're asking me, did I get the really great training, or did I make any really? <laughs> good- <laughs> Are you were really going to ask me to confess that I bought two hundred Sony Sony Budicon Walkmans that was supposed to sell for two hundred a piece, and a year later we still had one hundred and ninety three in stock. I guess I guess I'm old enough now that I can be honest and reflect upon maybe that wasn't my best buy, if that wasn't my smartest merchandising decision. So yeah, there were a few of those. Uh, in the computer business, you know your members love you uh when. You actually go to them and say, remember all the success we had together? Well, I'm really sorry, but these last four you have, they, can you put them in a dumpster? Because we really can't sell anymore. <laughs> so, so it was not always perfect, but we did so many right things that the member dealers or the retailers said, hey, in the scheme of things, this is how you grow. Uh, and, and, and we need to work together and seize those successful opportunities and hopefully make them successful enough that when we make one or two or three boo-boos, <laughs> uh, that the, the math still works. Yeah. <laughs> everybody still says, "Okay, let's get up the next morning and do it again." So um, that, we that, had uh, all kinds of experiences. That when you're getting into new t- new categories, that happens. It happened in computers. Absolutely. It happened in cell phones. Uh, it happened in fax machines. I don't think it ever happened in flat panel televisions, but maybe some of my colleagues would tell me yes, it did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> might depend on who you talk to, <laughs> might on who you talk to. <laughs> No, that's awesome. Well, you mentioned that uh, obviously that's how you got introduced to Nationwide. What 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 convinced you to make the jump from the retail side, the member side, to you know the the group side and, and being a part of this organization that you've uh, you know spent the last three decades with?
1: See, I got to tell you the truth. I I don't think I made any jump at all. I don't see. Nationwide Marketing Group is anything but a a retail organization. I have never felt disconnected. And I think that's one of the things that made it so I can have some longevity. I never stopped thinking about what are our member dealers? What are the consumers that shop their store? What are the sales associates in the store going to do with these products, these programs? So I don't see that I really left retail. Now, it's true. I didn't have to work as many nights with Nationwide Marketing Group. Sometimes Black Fridays look a little different. (laughs) Black Friday looks a little different. But the truth is, I think even our current leadership today under our president, Tom Hickman, would tell you we are still a retailing group connected to our members. And while we have greater, more worldly terms, like helping entrepreneurs thrive on their own terms, at the end of the day... I think our whole team stays as connected to our retail members. So I don't really see us as a non-retail organization. I see us as a retail organization.
0: No, I, I love that. And and I mean, I obviously, you know, the work day-to-day is a little bit different, but, um, you know, it, I, I like that mindset that, you know, that we're still in it, right? That, that is absolutely the case. And you could talk to many different people across, you know, nationwide today, and, and there is that retail background that, um, you know, drives kind of what we're doing and, and you know, it sort of fizzles down to the, the members and, or out to the, I shouldn't say down to, but out to the members and what they're doing. And it's a very connected uh, organization and, and cool to see sort of how those mindset I think that's why, that's why it works, right? The mindset we're very similar in sort of how we think. And um, it's a very much a two-way street with the members and, and figuring out what, you know, where their challenges are, where their, uh, you know, their areas of need are and making sure they have the solutions that can, you know, fulfill those needs or help them uh, to, to quote our own, Terms thrive under. I, really
1: I, I think that's an an essential ingredient in the magic pixie dust that makes this all work. Uh, you know, we all, everyone, went through this two and a half, three year pandemic, and at the same time, nationwide marketing group has been growing for years and continued to grow right up to the doorstep of the pandemic, and in its own way, grow through the pandemic. And those members who joined our nationwide team as employees and staff. During the pandemic, for a short window there, I didn't necessarily get an opportunity to go to what you know is our nationwide primetime member meeting, where right then and there you are immersed in what is this all about? Here are our vendors. Here are our members. Here are the programs we need to help them connect the dots on. And so the more we can make sure we immerse our colleagues in the worlds of our member dealers and make sure we're delivering, not only getting the insights from our member dealers what they need, but delivering them the programs, the services and the touch points they need to go win in the marketplace, the more effective we will be and the more our members will say, wow, this nationwide thing's been great for me. And that's why I say I don't think we I, I don't feel like I ever left retail.
0: No, that, that's awesome. And I mean, aside, I think the easiest answer to this would my next question is going to be the size of the group, obviously. But, you know, you think about, you know, when you when you uh, officially Join the nationwide team and kind of how the, the, the path you've been on the last three decades, biggest differences you've seen in the business, and it could be nationwide or retail in general. Um, you know, what, what are those biggest differences that um, or evolution in the space that, that you uh, kind of look at and think, wow, that's, you know, not the way it was before.
1: Well, I got to tell you, first of all, it's not true that the business has recently changed. The business has been changing. You know, when I started in the business, there was still this undercurrent or not undercurrent, but grouping of post-World War II retailers that had opened up a first or second generation business, and they were very hands-on. There was no digital. There were no websites. There was no internet there. But yet, the business was already changing. The products they needed to sell, the way they needed to sell, the government intervention, the things that they needed to learn how to manage. So change has been a constant and the changes in nationwide have also been a constant. Uh, I have never seen a nationwide week, day, or month where something didn't change. And so, what I learned over the years was change is going to be perpetual. And we needed to make sure that it, as we're growing with this rapid change, I mean, think about it went from 140 member dealers at Nationwide in the 30 years I've been here to more than 5,000. Of course, Lots of other people made that happen. I'm just one member of the team. But all of us had to learn to reinvent a little bit of what we do every single day and not fall in love with what we do so much that we wouldn't change it to improve it. Because what worked on Tuesday may be able to be improved by Thursday and may be obsolete needed to be replaced on Friday. And that is just how you grow. I remember the very first nationwide primetime meeting I went to, uh, we showed up in a few things that the hotel had told the meeting planners weren't as they planned them. And I learned right then and there, we still were gonna have prime time the next morning. We needed to look at the things that we could do, look at the things we needed to adjust, be nimble, and execute well in the environment as it changed. And we had a great prime time. So change has been perpetual, not falling in love with or or getting stuck in any one way. But embracing the changes and finding the opportunities for our members and our organization and our vendors is really the way to take change and harness it. I don't think change is going to stop at all.
0: I I love that quote too. Um, you know, the the not falling in love with something so much that you you don't want to change it because that that is I mean I I think just in business or in life really right to something that you, you can live by and um, you know it's easy to become sort of take ownership. I don't know take ownership might be the wrong way to describe it, but you get so you create something and it be, feels like it's such a part of you that you don't want to change it or, or, you know, hand it off to say the next generation, right? It, it could even get to that level of uh, you know, the, the business itself. And um, you know, but taking that mindset of not being afraid to change something or um, you know, think about it differently, I think is so important. And I, I love hearing you say that and describe it that way. Uh, Cause I think it's something that should stick.
1: Well, there's always a few people that that don't want to change and they give authors an opportunity to write books like <laughs> Who Moved My Cheese, right? Yeah. Or, or, or why doesn't my business work anymore? Well, let's see. You're doing the same thing you did three years ago and I can name 50 things that changed in the last three years and maybe only five would have affected you, but you didn't embrace those five. You didn't. You didn't even embrace some part of those five. So change is perpetual nationwide, has a business model that embraces change Finds the opportunity and tries to execute against it, and that's why I think it works, and that's why I think it'll continue to work.
0: Yeah, well, that's awesome. And I want to, you know, leave you with one more question uh, before we wrap it up because I know you, you've got you got things to do before uh, you know, more important than than talking on a podcast. But um, mm-hmm. what what's what's something you're gonna miss about Nationwide, um, and uh, you know, looking ahead to the, the next couple years or so? Um, I, I think they. I don't want you to say Energy Star because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's one that I, I could answer for you that way. But what, looking at sort of what you're you're doing and what you've done these last three decades, what's something that you're going to miss, uh, you know, moving forward about you know your time here at the group and um, you know what we've been what you've been able to accomplish.
1: You know, I, I think I'm going to miss some things, but I think they're healthy things that you have to learn. That change comes with change. That you're going to miss things when I first was at Fretter. The first dozen years or 10 years, I was in the stores or affiliated with the stores or in store leadership. And then I was in the back office and in merchandising and in marketing and other things. And I missed being on the selling floor. That's a natural thing. So then when I joined Nationwide Marketing Group, I wasn't in the stores. I was in member stores, but I missed working with consumers. Then I did merchandising. I did marketing. I did other things. So I think I'm going to miss not having to plan for prime time. Now there are some people at Nationwide going say, let me try that for a month or so. <laughs> I think there's going to be some people that I'm going to miss yeah. not going yeah. to this four to 5,000 person party. Maybe it'll be 6,000 in the years ahead uh, that we have. That, that's the labor of love to execute. So I'm going to miss some of that, but that's natural. And I'll find other ways to find those excitements in the moments I'm going to find with... Uh, with family who might not have got as much attention from me and friends that might not have gotten grandchildren who I want to make sure know who I was before there's no more opportunity to introduce myself.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Well, I, and
1: we're certainly going to miss
0: you and, and everything you've brought to the table over the the years, and of course the the passion and excitement around Energy Star, and uh, we'll we'll make sure that that flame continues to burn and, and gets uh, carried forward. So we we appreciate it, and like I said, I appreciate the opportunity here, and uh, as the days are winding down, for you to you know jump on and, and chat with us a little bit. It's awesome to pick your brain. Well, I
1: actually appreciate not just the nationwide management and leadership team, but the nationwide members and my colleagues. Yeah. They not only allowed me to be part of their life and their family, but they shared the opportunity let me provide for my family. And and many of them have embraced me and supported me and kept me in the center of the lane, if you will, and let me know when I was getting too close to the edge of the stream to get back in the middle of the deep part of the water. And so I owe them so much thanks and uh, will always remember them fondly with uh, appreciation and love.
0: Awesome. Well, we, we appreciate it. And, uh, Hey, we, we, you got, you still got a month left, so, uh, get back to it there you and go. get back into that deep end and in the middle of the stream and, and, uh, you know, wind this thing down, right.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Have a great holiday and be well. You as well. Thanks
0: buddy. Awesome. And like I said, you know, uh, major thanks to Rick. Uh, for spending just a few minutes of his time, uh, you know, as his days at Nationwide wind down, uh, you know, the, I think it's awesome to get him to, you know, never fun talking about oneself, but he does it in such a way that, uh, you know, he, he talks about sort of what he's accomplished, but spins it around and makes it always as always and as he should about the the members and, and sort of what he's done uh, on behalf of the independent retail channel. So someone we're going to miss for sure here at Nationwide Marketing Group, but. We know, as he said, is always a phone call away, uh, and uh, you know, look forward to continuing to you know carry his legacy forward through the Energy Star program and and so much more. So, we appreciate him and all he's done you know over his career, and as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking podcast, and we'll catch you next time. <music>